I salute you this morning in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And ask you to turn with me to the first epistle of John. First John. What a privilege to be in the house of the Lord this morning with the Lord's people, the Lord's word, the Lord's spirit on the Lord's day. First John chapter one. I want to read these 10 verses to you. It begins very similarly to John chapter 1, where it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, identifying the divine nature of Jesus Christ as the Word. We get the same thing right here. But brethren, what I want you to see, and I'm going to read this twice in a different way, is the fellowship, the fellowship that we can have with God and His Son, Jesus Christ. We believe in apostolic doctrine. We believe in apostolic tradition. Do you believe in apostolic fellowship? The apostles did not want us to have any less fellowship with God and His Son than they had. I read to you this first chapter. That which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of Him, and declare unto you, that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanseth us from all sin." If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. Amen and amen. Amen. This is the Lord Jesus Christ presented first in His divine nature. That life which was in the beginning, that life that was with the Father, that life that came into this world. But notice John describing that it was the life made manifest. It was the life disclosed and revealed to us because He said we have heard this life, this God-man speaking. We have heard Him. We have seen Him with our eyes. We have looked upon Him and our hands have handled. They shook hands. They embraced. 
He offered to Thomas, go ahead and put your finger in my hand or your hand in my side. They were close to each other. John, this writer of Scripture, laid on his bosom at supper. They were intimate with him. This is the Lord Jesus Christ beginning in his divine nature, just as the Gospel of John begins with his divine nature, the Word of God. I want verses 3 through 7. I want those five verses for us. Verse 3, That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. God is an infinitely distant, invisible, immortal, independent spirit. But He has manifested Himself in flesh so that we can see, hear, touch, and relate to Him. Because Jesus Christ is the one mediator between God and men. There is a secret society in this world. That secret society is God communing with His people. And that is described here in this third verse that the apostles had this special relationship with God the Father and Jesus Christ and they want us to have it along with them. And we want to have it along with them. To know God and to know His Son Jesus Christ and to have that fellowship, that friendship, that unity, that mutual love that they had with Him. And so they have declared these things to us for that purpose. And, verse 4, These things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. There is not full joy anywhere else. You can try to chase the soap bubbles of this life. They are an illusion of sin, because sin lies to us and tells us there is joy in chasing me. There is joy in the course of this world. There is joy in sin. No, there is not. There is pleasure for a season and it goes away and leaves you filled with guilt, shame, dysfunction, destruction, God's chastening or punishment upon your soul. This is full joy. Fellowship with God. And so the apostles want to share that with us. Verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of Him and declare unto you. Notice the emphasis on we are telling you something very special. Something very rare in the earth. We are telling you about fellowship with God the Father and Jesus His Son. We are telling you how to have fullness of joy. And now we are telling you God is holy. This then is the message which we have heard of Him and declare unto you that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. That is His holiness. The being that we are dealing with, the, be- the being that we want to have fellowship with, is infinitely and perfectly, perpetually and eternally, thrice holy. Right. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. There is no fellowship with God if you're going to live a sinful life. If you're going to be a carnal Christian, there is no fellowship with God So when it is preached from this pulpit, or you hear about it in private conversation, or we sing it from some of our spiritual songs, you don't know what we're talking about. Because you don't have it, you may have never had it, and so you think that this religion is boring, when it is not at all. It is fullness of joy to the degree you walk in the light as He is in the light. 
Well, none of us can walk in the light as He is in the light. So we have the next verse. Verse 7. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanseth us from all sin. The blood of Christ and its sanctifying effect is constantly washing away our sins. Verse 9 tells us how to get that instant remedy for our sins, and that's to confess our sins, and He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In that verse here, it's to cleanse us from all sin. When it says, if we walk in the light as He is in the light, which we cannot do, but yet it says that we are doing, but it says, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. God has no sin. So we are not walking in the light truly as He is in the light. But by confessing our sins, we are restored because it is the light and righteousness of Christ that covers us and washes away every impediment to our worship. You ought to read about the impediments of the Roman Catholic Church and ever being able to worship God acceptably there. We can just come before Him now and confess our sins and have apostolic fellowship. We care about apostolic doctrine. We care about apostolic tradition. Do we care about apostolic fellowship? Let us care. Let us embrace the Father and the Son. Let us confess our sins and trust that it washes away all sin, all unrighteousness, by His faithfulness and justness, and brings us that fullness of joy that we can have by falling at the Savior's feet, confessing our sins and embracing them in this revelation that we have by the Apostles' declaration and by the Apostles writing to us these things. Otherwise, these are unknown to the world, but they are known to us. They are written to us by the God of heaven. Let us pray. Our thrice holy Father, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which art, which wast, and which shall ever be. We bless and we praise Thee. We thank Thee that Thou art light, and in Thee there is no darkness at all. Everyone we meet in this world, O Lord, is not all light. But there is darkness in them and in us. But we thank Thee that we know, let God be true, but every man a liar. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, that what we have in writing from the pen of our beloved brother John is no lie, but is the truth. It is the truth that that eternal life, the Word, was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Father, we thank Thee for Emmanuel, God with us. We thank Thee, Lord, of heaven and earth, that You have sent Your Son to wash away our sins, that we might have fellowship with Thee and with Him. We thank Thee that before He left this world, He said, it is expedient for You that I go away. And we understand, O Lord, the grief of His apostles 
who did not want him to go away, for they had enjoyed fellowship with him and with thee for three and a half years. But Holy Father, we're thankful that he sent the Comforter from you for us, and that you and he, that is God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, abide with us and dwell in us by the Holy Spirit. We thank Thee for the permanent indwelling presence of Your Spirit. And we pray this day that You would stir us up by His mighty power that we would see and behold and enjoy and embrace and love and promise our service to the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee that we can have fellowship with Thee and Thy Son in this sin-cursed place of darkness called this world. We look forward to that day in which all things shall be made new and we shall dwell in the realms of light. Heavenly Father, we confess our sins before Thee. We are foolish. We are carnal. We are slothful. O Lord, we sin by commission, doing those things You forbid. We sin by omission, not doing those things you command. We sin in thought. We sin in word. We sin in deed. O Lord, forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We come boldly to thy great feet and thank thee for the sacrifice made once for all sins forever by the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe the promise of this passage that if we confess, you are faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We rise from our knees, Holy Father, believing the promise of Your Word, wondering how this could be, but knowing it is because of the precious blood of Christ that was spilt and shed, sprinkled and accepted for our sins. And so we rise to offer up worship of our lips from hearts made pure by His shed blood. Heavenly Father, be with us in this assembly. It is for Your honor and glory and the profit of our souls to be closer to Thee, to walk in the light more than we have before. And Heavenly Father, show us that highway of holiness and that road of righteousness by which we should take our path through this life. That straight gate and narrow way that leads to life. These things we pray for all our brethren in every place and their servants that you would bless them. We thank thee for the freedoms of our nation that allow us this privilege. We thank thee for the word of God that is a light to our feet and a lamp to our pathway. Father, be with us now. Bless us and stir us up. Sanctify everything that is said, done, and thought that it will be acceptable in thy sight through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I believe it.